Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah al-Ali al-A'la. Al-Ladhi khalaqa fasawwa. Wal-Ladhi qaddara fahada. Ashadu annahu la ilaha illa hu. Lahu al-asma'u al-husna. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh. Sahibul maqamil mu'allam. أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وعلى الثلاثة الذين خلفوا حتى إذا ضاقت عليهم الأرض بما رحبت وضاقت عليهم أنفسهم وظنوا ألا ملجأ من الله إلا إليه ثم تاب عليهم ليتوبوا إن الله هو التواب الرحيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كل بني آدم خطاء وخير الخطائين التوابون أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام Honorable علماء Respected brothers, mothers and sisters In life there are many actions that are easy to do yet we find it very difficult to bring ourselves to do it There are actions that would literally take us a few seconds to complete that require very little energy or effort, yet for us to carry it out feels heavier than moving a mountain. Foremost among such actions is the act of apologizing, saying sorry, admitting that you were wrong, seeking pardon. In the few minutes that I have this afternoon, I want to share with you a short yet a very needed message and that is say sorry apologizing is powerful say sorry apologizing is powerful this is not a topic that is perhaps generally discussed but it is required because many people come many people struggle when it comes to this aspect of having to apologize of having to say that you are sorry, of having to seek pardon, of having to admit that you are wrong. So I want to unpack the discourse and the discussion by answering a few questions. The first is, why are we reluctant to apologize? Why is it that humans are reluctant to apologize? And the answer to that in short is this, because an apology means that you are saying, I am wrong. And the ego, the pride of a person, is very reluctant to admit to itself, let alone to another person or to other people, that I was wrong. But takabbur, kibar, pride, arrogance, conceit, vanity, this is problematic. This is exactly the reason why Iblis self-destructed. Here was a jinn who was so impressive in his worship that the angels when they came to earth to banish the rebellious jinn to the jungles and to the oceans they asked Allah let's take can we bring Iblis with us to the heavens so he can serve as a motivation for us when we see how he exerts himself in worship Ibn Kathir says there isn't the equivalent of a hand span in the heavens except that Iblis prostrated there but that arrogance when he had to prostrate before Adam 
whom Allah had made his Khalifa and given a position which Iblis was desirous of. Allah issued an instruction, every angel complied, no questions asked. Iblis, why didn't you comply? I instructed you that Allah has instructed you that you have been worshipping for so long. The same Allah. I'm better than him. Pride and arrogance, not only did he say I'm better than him. He blames Allah. You led me astray, O oh Allah. That's what pride and arrogance does to a person. It's a different topic for a different day. But let me just say this. If you look at any person who's condemned in the Quran, and if you look at any personality that's condemned in the ahadith, you will find that all of them have this one quality, and that is the quality of pride and arrogance. So we need to dig deep. It's difficult, but it's not impossible. Overcome your pride and arrogance. That's the first reason why we are reluctant to apologize. Because your pride doesn't want you to admit that you are wrong. The second reason why we are reluctant to apologize is because we tend to think that if I apologize, it would look like I am weak. Whereas in reality, it is the opposite. The person who apologizes is actually demonstrating strength in character. And character is very important. Ahsan Jabal. Nabi told his, the companion Mu'ad bin Jabal that beautify your character. So it is, it, you show strength in character to be able to overcome your ego and reluctance and apologize. It is a sign of emotional strength, not of weakness. Today in the corporate world, it's all about EQ, 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 emotional uh, intelligence, your emotional quotient. Well, in order for you to pass when it comes to even the basics of EQ, you need to develop the ability to apologize. I, I've seen an entire book and I intend to read it sometime soon about the importance for leaders to apologize. People in position of authority, people in a position of influence for them to apologize. So that's the second reason why we are reluctant to apologize. We tend, it's, we tend to think it's a sign of weakness. The third reason is we fear embarrassment. It's natural. It's part of human psyche that if you're going to apologize and admit that you are wrong, then it's embarrassing. But remind yourself, it will be far greater an embarrassment on the day of Qiyamah if you did not apologize and set the matter straight in this world once you had the opportunity. The fourth reason, and I'm answering the question, why are we reluctant to apologize? The fourth reason is we tend to make excuses for ourselves. No, he provoked me. But he was also wrong. All of these kinds of excuses. And deep down we know that we're just generating excuses so that we don't have to take the difficult step of apologizing. However, you need to say sorry. You need to say sorry. Apologizing is powerful. So the second question that I endeavored to answer as we unpack the topic, the first was, why are we reluctant to apologize? And I've given you four points then. The second is, when does the need to apologize arise? When does it become necessary for us to apologize? Simple. When you have transgressed or you have not fulfilled the rights of someone. So either you did something which transgresses his right or you didn't do something, meaning you didn't fulfill a right, then you owe that person an apology. Or if you have hurt or offended that person. So you hurt or you offended someone, you didn't do what you're supposed to do, or you did what you're not supposed to do, 
then there's a need for you to apologize. However, I would say it goes one step further. Even if you did something which was not technically incorrect, but was inappropriate. So you told somebody something, and what you told him was factual. What you told him was what he needed to hear. But you could have said it in a different way. You could have, you could have mellowed it a bit. You could have been a bit more diplomatic. You could have used a bit more wisdom. And because you failed to do that, you did it in an inappropriate way, you caused hurt, pain, and offense, then too you should apologize. There's a famous hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that if you get into an argument and you know you are wrong, walk away and Allah will give you a house on the periphery of Jannah. But if you get into an argument and you know you are right, apologize and walk away and Allah will give you a house in the prime land of Jannah. Why? Because you humbling yourself for the greater good. It's not worth the drama. It's not worth the toxic environment that will flow from that argument remaining open-ended. So apologize if what you did was not strictly a transgression, but it was inappropriate. And obviously, if what you did was wrong, <clears throat> you did not fulfill that person's right, or you fell short in fulfilling that person's right, then it goes without saying, there's a need to apologize. So the core message I'm giving once again, say sorry. Say sorry. Apologizing is powerful. The third question that we try to unpack in understanding the topic why do we need to apologize? Why do we need to apologize? Number one, it creates humility. The hadith which I quoted in my introduction, Kullu Bani Adam Nabi says, No human is infallible. No human is perfect. You're going to slip, you're going to err, you're going to falter. And the more you apologize when you do it, the more you will remind yourself of your weakness of your incompetency, and it keeps you humble. The problem with us today is we think we are God's gift to mankind. We will never say it. We will try and project otherwise. But many of us, that sickness is lurking within. We think there's no one like us. There's fancier language to, you, to describe such people, but it is a masjid after all. So that's the first reason, or the first benefit of apologizing. Creates, it creates humility. The second benefit of apologizing is that it makes you more cautious. You don't become gung-ho in terms of how you speak. You don't throw caution to the wind in terms of how you treat people because you realize that if I err here, if I overstep, I have to apologize and it's something which is a bitter pill to swallow. The third thing, and this is very important, when you apologize, it melts the tension and hatred in relationships. Wallahi, brothers, mothers, I don't have the time to elaborate, but there were such severe instances of turmoil and hatred. And when the one party just said, I am sorry, it melted everything. It melted everything. There are instances in a court of law where a judge is ready to send the perpetrator to prison and the victim's party will say, all we want is for him to say that he is sorry, genuinely. It's a human need when you're a victim. So the benefit of apologizing is that it, it melts the tension and the hatred in relationships. It disarms the victim of their anger. You know when someone's boiling, they, they've really had it. They, they're like a raging bull, if you want to use that, that, that description. And if you say you're sorry, you just see how it disarms that person of all the anger. The next benefit is it secures respect. 
It ties up with what I was saying earlier on. We think that when you apologize, it's a sign of weakness. No, it's a reflection of strength and character. When you are man enough, as they say in common parlance, when you are man enough to stand up and say, I was wrong, I apologize, people start to respect you. And when you continue to be defensive, when you continue to be fancy with your words and with your explanations just to avoid an apology, you may get away with it, but people lose respect for you. Look at the story of Yusuf alayhi salam. Time doesn't allow me to elaborate, so I'm just skimming through it. They did what they did to Yusuf alayhi salam, and we all know the story. You snatch a boy from the lap of his father, you drop him to the bottom of the well. Because of your actions which are driven by jealousy, he has to live the life of a slave, he gets accused, he spends time in prison. Now, imagine what Yusuf went through, alayhi salam, but then imagine what Yaqub alayhi salam went through. As a father, his regret and his remorse and his pain of separation was so deep that he lost his eyesight. But these boys who were the perpetrators, they came to him and they said, Ya abana lana dhunubana inna kunna khati'een. Dad, please forgive us, we were wrong. You and I, if we were in that situation, we would say, even though you are my sons, what you have done is unforgivable. No, no, no. Look at the sincerity of the Nabi of Allah. He says, So astaghfirulakum rabbi. Not only have I forgiven you, I will ask Allah to forgive you as well. The last time I was here, I spoke on the importance of forgiveness. So it ties up with this topic in this way, that when we're talking today about the importance of apologizing, but just to remind you of that last discussion, when somebody apologizes to you, then forgive for the pleasure of Allah. Forgive for the pleasure of Allah. Look at what these sons did to their father. And the closer someone is to you, when they harm you, the pain is deeper. It's more difficult to apologize the people, to, 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 to forgive the people whom you love than a commoner whom you don't care about. Yet instantly, so If you don't crush your ego in this world and bring yourself to apologize, then you will have to face the consequences in this world as well as in the next. Let me share with you a quote which I came across whilst researching for this talk. They say, the first to apologize is the bravest. The first to forgive is the strongest. And the first to forget is the happiest. The first to apologize is the bravest. The first to forgive is the strongest. And the first to forget is the happiest. You don't need a whole lifestyle book written by Robin Sharma. Here's the simple red remedy to be happy in life and to find balance in life. So say sorry. Say sorry. Apologizing is powerful. Right, now we get to the business end of things. What is an apology? Not the one you offer your wife when you don't know why she's angry with you, but you don't want to go to bed hungry. So you say, whatever I did, just make me laugh. Whatever I did, just make me laugh. No, not that kind of an apology. That is a strategic apology. I'm not saying you mustn't do it. Do it, but that is not a sincere apology. What does a sincere apology entail? What is the anatomy of a sincere apology? First and foremost, you need to admit to yourself that you were wrong. Because if you apologize and you don't admit to yourself that you were wrong, it's a superficial apology. It's cosmetic. It's not sincere. And if you don't apologize to yourself, you won't, you won't remedy your own weakness as to why you perpetrated the act in the first place. Secondly, don't waste time. Hasten as quickly, hasten to apologize. Do it as quickly as possible. Number three, don't apologize to secure a benefit. Okay, he's my boss. If I don't apologize, no increase for me in March. Apologize irrespective. The benefit is just, if it comes, it comes. 
an unintended benefit. But your apology must be sincere. Number four, show genuine remorse. You know, worse than the act that you perpetrated is if you're insincere in your apology. People can see it in your body language. They can hear it in your tone. That's a greater insult to the victim sometimes than the actual act that you perpetrated. So show genuine remorse. Acknowledge, this is an important point, acknowledge to the victim that they have a right to be angry. Not that, you know what, if I offended you, like the politicians, I apologize to those people whom I, who, I apologize to those people who felt offended. So they tweet something, they get into trouble, then they put out another tweet and they say, to those who felt offended, I apologize. That is a meaningless apology. So acknowledge to that person, you are right to be angry with me. You are right to be angry with me. That shows your sincerity. And lastly, you must show empathy. It's not just a case of, okay, I apologize now. Let's get on with life. What can I do to fix it? What can I do to make it right? My apology is the first step, but I need to follow it up by asking you. So be genuine. Look the person in the eye. Show your body language must reflect remorse and regret. And your tone must reflect humility. It, must be, it mustn't be an apology which is underpinned by arrogance. And I'm just doing it for the sake of doing it. It mustn't be an insincere one. When you apologize in a sincere way, it is magical. It's healthy for your own psychological health, for your own emotional health and that of the victim. And it's a great restorative gesture. You know, our lives can only be happy if our families are happy. Families are only happy if communities are happy. Happiness hinges on balance. And every now and then when we do wrong to one another, the balance is disturbed. And you can only restore the balance if you sincerely apologize. So say sorry. Say sorry. Apologizing is powerful. I want to share with you an incident and then I conclude. The verses which I recited in my introduction. This is about being sincere when you apologize. On the occasion of Tabuk, Nabi Wasallam makes a call to the Sahaba that listen, we have to march against the greatest superpower of the time. It was exceptionally hot. They had a scarcity of conveyances. Sahaba had to walk on the burning sands of Arabia. Some of them did not even have shoes. So it was the heat. Then it was harvest time. And we know agriculture, right? You make effort the whole year and you only have that, that short period to reap the benefits of your effort, to make your profits. You miss that, your whole year is gone. Your whole year is gone. And on top of it, who are you marching against? The superpower of the time. Majority of Sahaba go, some hypocrites stay behind, and some genuine Sahaba succumb to weakness. The nafs is like that. The nafs tells them, no, you know what? You know a back road. You got a fast conveyance. Do your business. Do your harvest and you'll catch up. But the nature of dunya is such, the more they were harvesting and trying to finalize matters, the more they got involved. And before they realize the expedition and, and the, Sahaba, the entourage is returning. So those who were hypocrites, they went to the Nabi of Allah and made excuses. He knew they were insincere. He accepted the excuse. But Ka'b bin Malik and other Sahaba, they came and they said, Ya Rasulullah, there is no excuse. We apologize. We were wrong. And when you apologize, it doesn't mean you just get away with it in an instant. Sometimes there's pain. There's punishment. You know the story. It's, it's a famous one. I'm just giving it to you in a condensed version. For months on end, they were boycotted. Even their own spouses were not allowed to speak to them. The Nabi of Allah would not respond to their salam. Imagine the psychological pain that they went through. But they took it because they were sincere in their apology. And Allah, the benefit of it was that eventually Allah sent the revelation that, okay, you were sincere in your apology 
now you have ultimate and complete forgiveness and Allah now acknowledges them in the Quran for eternity. These were the three they remained behind. They were man enough to say that they were wrong, even though the consequence of admitting that they were wrong was like the earth had become narrow, even though it was vast. They were all alone in Medina because everyone was shunning them. But because of their sincerity, it ultimately led to their forgiveness. So say sorry. Apologizing is powerful. Let me conclude with these thoughts. An apology can't undo a past action. An apology, it can't undo what you've already done. But if you apologize sincerely, you can undo the effects of what you did. You can't change the past. What has been done has been done. What has happened has happened. But if you apologize sincerely for what you did, it can mitigate, if not obliterate, the effects and the consequences of the action that you perpetrated. An apology doesn't only benefit the victim, doesn't only benefit the receiver, it benefits the giver. When you apologize sincerely, you feel better about yourself. Your conscience does not eat at you. When you say, I am sorry, when you say, I am sorry, these are two simple yet so powerful words that can wipe out years of pain and bitterness. Two simple words but it can wipe out years of pain and bitterness. Say sorry. Apologizing is powerful. May Allah grant me and all of us the tawfiq. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله
الصلاة والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين سيدنا وحبيبنا وسندنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لقد كان لكم في رسول الله أسوة حسنة وقال الله تعالى عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم حينما يصفه فقال فبما رحمة من الله لنت لهم ولو كنت فظا غليظ القلب لانفضوا من حولك فاعف عنهم واستغفر لهم وشاورهم في الأمر فاعف عنهم واستغفر لهم وشاورهم في الأمر فإذا عزمت فتوكل على الله إن الله يحب المتوكلين وفي قصة كعب بن مالك رضي الله تعالى عنه عبرة لنا ولكم فقال الله تعالى وعلى الثلاثة الذين خلفوا حتى إذا ضاقت عليهم الأرض بما رحبت وضاقت عليهم أنفسهم وظنوا أن لا ملجأ من الله إلا إليه ثم تاب عليهم ليتوبوا فيا إخوتي الكرام قولوا أنا آسف فإن التأسف شيء عظيم وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام كل بني آدم خطاؤون وخير الخطائين التوابون أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات والذكر الحكيم إنه تعالى جواد كريم ملك بر رؤوف رحيم
الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرًا ونذيرًا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئًا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليمًا اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته وعن أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وفي رواية معمر عن قتادة مرسلا وأقضاهم علي وأفرضهم زيد بن ثابت وأقرأهم أبي بن كعب وأعلمهم بالحلال والحرام معاذ بن جبل ولكل أمة أمين وأمين هذه الأمة أبو عبيدة بن الجراح رواه أحمر الترمذي وعلي بن عباس رضي الله عنهما قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا اللهم احفظه في ولده رواه الترمذي وعن عبد الله بن مغفل رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الله الله في أصحابي الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم ومن آذاهم فقد آذاني ومن آذاني فقد آذى الله ومن آذى الله فيوشك أن يأخذه رواه الترمذي ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر إخواننا المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان يا رب العالمين اللهم جعل هذا البلد آمنا مطمئنا وسائر بلاد المسلمين ومقدساتهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجعلنا منهم واخذل من خذل دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون
Allahu Akbar Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'in Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqim Sirat Al-Lazina An'amta Alayhim Ghayril Maghdu بعليهم ونضلين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصل النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم (laughs) 
صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خنقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله لمن حمده الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله
شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا ينفع إلى الجد منك الجد اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرياء وألسنتنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل ونعوذ بك من النار وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم أعنا على غمرات الموت وسكرات الموت ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذ منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين